Visionary Minds Public Relations and Media is a proud sponsor of CA Media Podcast. Be sure to get all your publicity, digital marketing, writing, media consulting services by emailing visionarymindsny at gmail.com. WC Payton Service LLC has an autumn sale going on right now. We had 25% off on all residential projects, 50% off on all business projects. A 50% discount will be considered for all and any full unit painted projects. Uh, they specialize in sheetrocking, pastrying, skim coating, hole repair, exterior painting, interior painting, lead removal. If you have any painting services that you'd like to get done, contact WC Painting Service LLC at 917-324-4773 or email them at wcpainting20 at gmail.com or you can search the web at wcpaintingservice.com where they are rolling into the future. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the CA Media Podcast, the show that allows you to come in your own unique way. I'm your host, Clyde Anderson, and today we'll be talking with Lovely, a.k.a. Lavinia. Say it correctly? No, LaVey. LaVey. Uh-huh. And, you know, my, my, my government that she's trying to give to people is Lavonia. Lavonia, Miss <laughs> Robinson. Okay. All right, this show is sponsored by... Visionary Minds, Public Relations, and Media. Uh, if you need any media connections, contact Tammy Reese at VisionaryMindsNY at gmail.com. I think I said that correctly. Um, here's your brief bio for you. Lavonia, Ms. Robinson. Yes. I <laughs> uh, was born in Brooklyn, New York. She was, she has been in numerous productions since the age of eight. Lovely. I say it correctly. LaVey. LaVey, LaVey, LaVey. LaVey. All right, LaVey has been in school plays such as Grease, The Storyteller, just to name a few. As LaVey got older, she moved to community theater and had the opportunity to be a part of The Wiz. That's amazing. Um, LaVey recently moved to Williamton, North Carolina, where she has been given the opportunity to be a part of a few productions, as well as an extra in major film and television roles. Now with the desire to try on director's cap, which she has on right now, <laughs> she has <clears throat> she has complete completed correct and short film and co-produced a television show. LaVey hopes to continue and to create her own lane in the film industry. All right. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I now introduce you to the CA Media Podcast, LaVey, and she will be here and coming in her own unique way and talking about her acting career, theater career, I guess our friendship, which was like 20 years. Yes. Um, and whatever she wants to talk about. So, hello, LaVey. Hi. For joining the podcast, you're the, like the fifth. This is the fifth episode. You're like the third guest, I'm thinking. Yeah. Congratulations again. Thank you for having me. No problem. No problem. Thank you. 
So how are you feeling today? I'm feeling good. good. That's good. So um, let's talk about your first acting gig. Uh, did you have any stage frights? Um, to be honest with you, not really, because I, you know, was singing in church since little. So right. you kind of get over that whole stage fright thing when right. you're thrown in front of, you know, church. You, church is very, very critique. You know, they critique you at church. You know, mama gonna get at you at church if you're not singing that note right, even at exactly, church. Exactly, correct. So, yeah. So, um, what church did you attend in Brooklyn? Uh, a couple of churches. Um, <laughs> I've attended um, New Life Tabernacle. Um, Is that uh, Reverend Figueroa? Yes, Bishop right. Figueroa, yes. Okay, so, so, you know um, Angela Moses? Yes, I do. Uh-huh. Yeah. And to be honest with you, it was so many other churches and right. I feel really bad that I don't want to say the name and it's not the name correct. of the church. Correct, correct, correct. I get you. Yeah. But that one for sure. I was, okay. Yeah. Did you sing in the choir there? I did. Okay. I did sing on the choir. Mm-hmm. Um like were your mom like the choir director or like, no, um, I I went there kind of on my own. Um, some friends was going there and they invited me. And then I started to grow with everyone else there right. and started to get my family on um, there involved with the church. So yeah. my dad, everybody started coming to church or whatever. Great, great, great. What made you join the choir? Um, I've, I've always like been into singing. I love singing. And um, I don't know, with, with choirs, it's different. It's a, it's a, a, a different um, agenda, if you will, with a choir. With a choir, you can just get up there and sing your praises and, you know, it doesn't have to be all the extra stuff. So, right. yeah. Did you have any stage fights, sing any songs, or did you lead any songs in church? I never had to lead a song at New Life Tabernacle because... <laughs> Bishop Figueroa's children that can sing their faces off always had that on lock. Okay, got you. Yes, including the first lady. So those are some singing folks over there. Exactly, exactly. When the last time you been there? Uh, years. Oh, okay, okay. The last time I've been there, I think they had a revival there. And um, Dr. Moses was there. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think Jared Jared Green, he's a tattoo artist downstate. Oh, he went to one thirteen with us. He graduated. Oh, really? Yeah. So he he was attending there, um, and that was like, like fifteen years ago. I haven't been, I haven't visited that church in like forever. It's the craziest thing. I remember a whole bunch of people from one thirteen by face. I don't remember their name unless you know you see it on Facebook when you see like right. mutual friends and stuff. But right. I see something like, oh, I used to see them passing in school or whatever the case may be. But I I really I'm terrible with names. I, I, I'm like that, but I think people that I think may impact in my life, I, I probably remember. So, yeah. Um, all right. 113, speaking about 113. How did you get in there? You, <laughs> because you had to take a test to get into 113 at the time. No. What's crazy is I did take the test. And for one, I was coming from North Carolina at that time. Um, I left North Carolina and I was coming to junior high school 
in Brooklyn. And they were just like, well, what do you like to do? You know, sing, act. I was like, I love acting, but I love singing too. So um, my grandmother, she um, made a phone call and I had to take the test, but I also had to audition to get into that school. So um, I auditioned for the chorus and that's how I got into 113. I went up there, sung for Mr. Brandon. He called downstairs and he was like, yes, so. Okay. 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 My yeah. my 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 story's a little different because um Were you I, on I, Summit? No, I was on I was on F A D and then I went to Eastside. Oh, okay. So you was on APA. Yeah. Correct, correct. So yeah. I um I originally was supposed to go to one seventeen. That's the school that my mom wanted me to go to because my whole family went there. Uh-huh. Uh I didn't want to go there. I knew all my friends were going to 113. Uh, so around the time, like, my mom visited my school, I told her how I felt. So she went to, like, a, a parent-teacher conference one day at 113 mm-hmm. and uh, spoke to some people. And then uh, she eventually found out that uh, Miss Corbett was the principal there. So Miss uh-huh. Corbett... Taught my mother. She taught my mom at one seventeen. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. So that's how I got in because uh, my mom knew Miss Corbett and Miss Corbett nice. friends. And, and I, it always it always works out when you you know you know a couple folks supposed exactly. to get you into some things. Exactly. So I didn't, <laughs> I didn't do no exam or anything. I just I got I got there on the whim of uh, Miss Corbett. So okay. I just thank her for that. Um. Any memories? I um, I know we didn't really have any memories, I don't think. No, I mean, in passing, like, you were always, always cool, always sweet, always nice to me. I was kind of like one of those, like, weirdo kids trying to find my way Correct. in in the city life of school because I've always been schooled down south. Correct. So when I came up, it was just like, wow, this is different. Like, real different. It was fast. Like, I had to learn to get on the bus, go get off the stop, get to school, walk to the after-school program. Like, right. everything was different for me. So, my memories are just mostly, like, um, just in passing, people would see me. Hey, oh, you that girl that can sing? Oh, okay. You know, and I got a couple, I got cool with a couple people. Right. But then, with APA, it was very competitive. It, it didn't matter if it was, like, you can sing, you can dance. It didn't matter. Like, it was extremely competitive. So, it was always like that, I'm cool with you, but... We got beef. (laughs) Right, you know, like, low-key, yeah. So, um, did you tone your craft at uh, 113 in those two years while you was there? I would say yes, because um, with the training with Mr. Brandon, I didn't do just, like, regular chorus or anything. He trained us classically. Um, and that was something new to me. I, I didn't know that there were, you know, levels to your right. vocals. I, I didn't find that out until I went to 113. So, yeah, I would definitely say that. Okay. So, in, in high school, where did you go? I went to a couple places. Okay. I, went to, I went to Boys and Girls High School because that's a same thing with you. Family, the whole right. entire family went to that school. Right. Yeah, and graduated to the, to the point where it wasn't even Boys and Girls. It was just Boys High. So that can tell you how exactly. many and how long ago it was you know, exactly who has yeah. been in the family. Yeah. Yeah, my and grandmother I, went to Boys High. Yeah, I went to I did track for like 
not even that long. I, not even that long. I think I went to one track meet and I was like, nope, can't do it. It's not for me. Not for me. Um, and then I came back down south okay. to be with um, my mom's side of the family. And my father's side of the family is in Brooklyn. Okay. I was born in Brooklyn. Correct. Not so much raised in Brooklyn, but um, so came to North Carolina and I went to E.A. Laney High School, which not to brag happens to be Michael Jordan's high school. Just oh, saying. wow. Oh, Just wow. saying. You know he was born in Brooklyn too, right? Yes, exactly. Exactly. So crazy. It's crazy. It is crazy. But yeah, I went to I went to a couple places. Uh so some of the school plays that you said that you were a part of was Greece. Do you have any memories of it? I do. I was like one of those like backup singers, not like somebody that I, you know, I wasn't like a main character or anything like that. Although Correct. I wanted to be Sandy so bad, like, but one of my, one of my good friends was able to be Sandy. So okay. I was happy for her, but at the same time, I was like, I really wanted to be her, but right. I get it, you know? Yeah. Um, and then, and that was like fourth grade, fifth grade. Mm -hmm. And then from there, we did something called the storyteller and what basically it was just you get up and act out different stories so little short stories so um the one i remember was rumpelstiltskin i had to read that one and it, it was like one line that was repetitive but i had to make it like um alive if you will okay. like give me a um, no 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 music no music no music just i had to like really get into characters, Rumpelstiltskin, you know, stuff like that, really weird stuff like that. It's quick, it's quick, right. you don't even, right. it, just, it just comes out, it, it, yeah. Yeah. So, um, what was your experience or the performance of The Wiz? Um, I was an understudy for Eveline. Okay. And I did have to play on one of the nights and it was extremely nerve-wracking because I didn't really learn the steps like I was supposed to. Because right. when you think understudy, you think, nah, nothing's going to happen to the person. You don't want to wish nothing bad on them, you know? Exactly. So I, I, didn't, I didn't really think anything of it. And then, lo and behold, I had to spring into action. But I kind of just went with the flow. That's how I am. If I don't know, if I don't know something and I'm on the spot, Right. I gotta take care of business. I can't just like freeze up. I don't know. Yeah, I, think, I, I, I think I'm gonna take a person. I'll probably freeze up for like five seconds and then uh, I'll just go with the flow. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, how did I get here? Uh, Clyde, your cue. Then I'll, you know, then I'll go on. So, um, how was your transition from Brooklyn to North Carolina? Um, it wasn't foreign to me because like I said, I've been back and forth primarily all my life. So it wasn't foreign. It was literally like, okay, I'm back. <laughs> I, you know, when you're a teenager and we, you really don't have the choice when it comes to like who you're going to be with as far as parenting is concerned. Exactly. Um, but once I hit adult stage, I took my ass back to Brooklyn. That's what I did. And I was and I was there for umpteen years, 
probably like since like after 2005 i was there literally to like 2015 is when i just came back here oh wow so i've been in north carolina for like five years okay okay yeah man my last time remembering seeing you was uh i don't know what year it was (laughs) but it was the best style and uh that's what my family is and uh and i guess you stayed or visit around the corner from sam's pizza on franklin avenue across the street yeah okay okay yep i think that was like 2012. i don't know what year it was but around that time seeing you um but yeah you know they did they change the name of that store yet or no oh i don't know Mm. i know they changed a lot of stuff correct correct because i i used to live right around the corner on lafayette and uh Skillman Bedford. Okay. And then okay. Uh, one of my close friends lived down the block on where one seventeen is at, but she lives on Franklin uh-huh. directly across the street from um Oh gotcha. Yeah. I was on decal between Truth and Tompkins. Okay. Yeah. And then, and then um when I went to high school I moved to like Willoughby between Troop and Marcus Garvey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, my brother went to one. My brother went to uh, Boys and Girls, but I went to Robeson, which was around the corner from it. And then right. I um, moved upstate and went to Liverpool, and I graduated. Wow. Yeah. So, um, so you also said in your bio that you had a chance to do like some major television commercials. How did that come about? And then, what was your what do you remember from it? So that's like two questions in one. No, it wasn't, it wasn't like, again, everything that I do is like training and leading up to. Correct. So I've done extra work for like major film and stuff. They Typically what they call that is just a body. Correct. When you see the people on movies and TV shows, that's what extra work is. Okay. You may get lucky and you may see the back of somebody's head that you know, but that's not always in the cards. Correct. You may even get to have your face on there. That's not always in the cards. Sometimes it just depends on what the director at the time is looking for. Right. But you can't put that on your resume per se, professionally. They don't want you to, but it is for experience. So for me, it was it was cool for me. I mean, it was hundreds of people for the one that I did. And it wasn't like I was a number. It was like I did wardrobe. I did hair and makeup. You know, it was all the same thing as if you're actually like a part of the production. But right. it was a it was a cool experience for me, I would say. Okay. Um, so in 2018, I think I did a little of my own kind of research. Okay. Uh, from Instagram. Uh, you written, starred, and pro- it was a producer of Truth, the untold story. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, would you like to elaborate more about that short? It's a short film. It's a short film. Yeah. Um, yeah. it that that short film was uh, based on someone's true story. Um, just about uh, the hardships of being young and in love and getting put into certain situations that you didn't expect to get put into. Right. Um, it also touched base on sex trafficking. 
um, domestic violence is just all in one with the short film. I have yet to release it because I have no idea what I want to do with it. Um, right. as, as far as the whole directing cap, you know what I mean? Like there's, there's avenues that you kind of have to go through when you release a short film. So, um, yeah, it's, it's real, it's good. It's really good. Um, I just, and I've been holding on it for like two years. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I've been holding on to it. So I really don't know, but it's, to me, I feel like it was important for that time because the topics that's within the short film, it was really sensitive to that time period. So. And you're like. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I knew, I know a couple of people, you know, whether it was domestic violence, I even know people that have dealt with sex trafficking and they're still going to work, you know, trying to be normal as much as possible, but still had to deal with that trauma. So. Right. Yeah. I know a couple of people downstate. Um, one of them was like a close friend of mine when I went to high school. I still, I still can't believe that they actually gone through that. Um, but um, it got to the point where one time on my birthday, I had to try to convince them to stop. It, it, it was it was like heartbreaking seeing them going through what they were going through and then mm -hmm. having to deal with what they had to deal with, you know, with, you know, whoever they pimp was or mm -hmm. it, it just... And it's, it's more common than people think. You can see a regular relationship and assume that that's a regular relationship, but you don't know, you know, 12 midnight, one o'clock in the morning, she's doing something for the love of that man. And, right. and that to me is what made me write it because I felt like it, it needed to be shown in a different light. Correct. Right now, it, it, everything is glorified around stripping and, you know, all that other stuff. <laughs> it's it's glorified now exactly you know right. um and so i kind of wanted to pinpoint on another like angle like how it could be perceived right if you will regular boyfriend and girlfriend but really he's her pimp right right also in that same year if i'm not mistaken did a theater play uh the revolutionist i did um um, it was Big Dog Productions here in Wilmington. Um, they're associated with uh, Thalian Hall Association, which happens to be like the main like community theater, everything. Thalian Hall, if, if, if you're doing anything with them, you can, you know, move forward. Um, it was The Revolutionist, and I was Marianne Angel, who happened to be uh, a Haitian refu a refugee um with the story of rebelling and getting people to freedom sure. but it was also alongside other characters um marie antoinette um she pretty much comes in on the on the comedy side because you know you with with theater you kind of have to have all of the aspects exactly. you can't just have oh long and dreary and drama the whole time no one's gonna watch that of course not. <laughs> let's be honest no one's gonna watch that so she was comical loved her 
um, the idea of this play, I'm gonna just get down to it. The idea of the actual play okay. was that it was a writer and she was writing out the last of her day. She was being executed and she was writing out the story. I'm a fake character. Everyone else is real, but me. Mm -hmm. And um, she wrote about how me and her had a friendship and all this other stuff, but she, she was being um, executed. And she she wanted to create one last story, okay. which she did. So that that was the whole that was the the kicker. It wasn't a real story. It was just her writing out what she wanted to play out in her head before she got executed. Okay. Yeah. How was your um, preparation for that role? Huh. So for one, I was working full time and going to school, right. and. I was literally going from work, traveling 45 minutes away from work, making it to rehearsal, leaving rehearsal, going to work the next morning, working a full shift, going back to rehearsal. Like it was just a constant, even the night of production. Like I was literally leaving work and going straight into oh, wow. it. Yeah, so preparation was kind of crazy. It, it was kind of cray cray, I'm not gonna lie, it was, but when you have this like desire for whatever it is that you want to do right. you're going to make it happen of course no matter that's the brooklyn blood in you right of course of course it is like no other way all right so um it's 2020 and march happens which was the pandemic how did you handle? Um, I've been blessed. Um, I'm in healthcare, so I'm still working. Correct. Um, in my mind, I haven't yet uh, dealt with everything that's going on around me. Um, my grandfather had it. He's he beat it. Thank God. He's like 84. He's way luckier than most. Correct. Um, when that happened, it was more like, oh, nah, this is, this is real. Like, this isn't, and I never took it for granted. Like, I stayed with a mask. I didn't see, I didn't see my best friend for six months. I just started seeing my best friend and having people come to my house. Like, literally, like, last month. Correct. They were pulling up in the driveway. Even then, they still wasn't in my house. To, to put the speaker outside, listen to music, and we could be outside. You're not coming to my house. I don't know what you have. I don't know who you've been with. Exactly. And I've been that way. So, um, yeah, it, it's, it, hasn't, it hasn't hit me yet. Um, I think with me not dwelling on what's going on, I'm able to kind of keep going. Correct. Yeah. Um... Can we talk about the NC or we're not allowed to talk yes, about Yes, we can. Yes, we can. So yes, um, this is like my first ever IMDB credited TV show. Like we on our way to SAG Astra, baby. Like I'm like super elated to be casted for the show. And um, we haven't started filming yet. So that's why I can I can give you a little gist. I can't really do too much, but I can, you yeah. know. Um, the NC 
it is just like, and I'm going to be honest, it's so many parts to this TV show. Like, it's not one scenario that you think is going to pan out the way you think it's going to pan out. It's the writers, everybody a part of this, like, crazy. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> I play an older sister, which isn't far-fetched because I'm an older sister. I have, like, five siblings, and I'm the oldest. So, um, it worked out. Um, but I play the character of Shakaya. And she's the older sister to her troubled little sister who wants to live the life and doesn't have to, you know, mom and dad are good. They're well off and you don't have to be outside. Exactly. But she wants to. So I'm just there to, you know, guide and do the best that I can without being a nagging older sister. That's what my character is. Yeah. All right. So do you have any um, best compliments you ever received from any of your actors or directors that you worked with? Um, well, for one, they always tell me I'm professional and I follow instructions. Right. My grandfather always instilled in my head, God rest his soul, learn to listen and follow instructions. And when I tell you that has followed me my whole entire life and it's never changed. Now, sometimes, you know, as adults, we get hard-headed about some things, but you listen and you follow the instructions, everything else will fall into place. That's true. That's true. And so that's the main thing. Director's always like, wow, she listened. She didn't ask any questions. She just did it. And I, I really feel like that has a, a, a major role in that. All right. So what are some of your most memorable moments in your career so far that you had? Oh, I was in a, a, a short play recently, like a couple months back. Um, and the guy from Marvel, Hulk, came to the theater and he was having a viewing of his film downstairs oh, wow. and he came upstairs and snuck and watched our stuff oh, wow. so that was real cool for me like i was really happy about that okay i was really happy about that because you know I, you know i'm trying to i'm trying to holler at marvel i told them i'll be hollering at them i'll be telling them i'll be on that page like i'm right here Marvel, y'all hear this it's on the record. Listen. Have you uh, meet any of your favorite actors, actress? And uh, if so, how did they impact your career? You want to hear what's crazy? Um, crazy? I have. And it's been, like, in passing. Not, like, an actual, like, one-on-one. Right. Um, but... I can talk about it because it's out now. I did extra work recently for uh, the new Halloween movie that's coming out with um, Jamie Lee Curtis. And I actually saw her on set. Oh, wow. Yeah. She oh, was wow. on set. So, yeah. Like, you get the... It, it's tricky. You know, if you're in if you're in passing, you're on set and you just kind of like sit back, be quiet, just watch, you, you might see a couple folks. Exactly. You might see a couple folks. So, yeah, it's... It's cool. All right. 
Um, what advice would you give to someone who wants to enter the entertainment industry? The main thing is stay focused. And not only stay focused, but already have a mission. Don't go into this for the love of lights and glam. Because it, it don't come like that. I've been, do, I've been doing this since I was little. Like, and I'm still climbing. You know what I mean? I'm still sure. not there. Correct. And I'm in my 30s. <clears throat> we gonna say what, what yeah, number? Say in my 30s. Correct. <clears throat> Birthday next week, but yeah. I know. Um, already know. Uh, <laughs> um, you gotta, you gotta just stay focused and be diligent, and don't give up. Um, it's it's a hard road. It's it's not made for everybody. Right. You gotta have some really tough skin in this business because you could be on set. This is just a prime example. You could be on set. The director gives you a directive and then he changes it. You can't get mad because he gave it to somebody else or it didn't work out. You got to keep going. Make them, make them see why they should give you that. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's so many different parts, but staying focused is the main thing. If this is what you really want to do, then, then you just have to stay focused and do it. Okay. Gotcha. Um, would you like to talk about anything else or anything else you, that's on your mind you want to elaborate on? Um, vote. Vote. Yeah, vote. That's it. I'm not even going to elaborate on that. I'm not even going to touch on that. <coughs> vote. That's it. Period. Yeah, we got like four days left. That's crazy. Listen, yeah, mm. future depends on this. Listen, we thought, we thought 2016 or something. <laughs> and and you better and you better do it like your life depends on it. Exactly. And not ask questions. Don't pass. Go. Just vote. Exactly. Seriously. I did my. I voted. I think it was Thursday. Thursday afternoon. I, I had a, yes, I had a early voting. I had an absentee ballot in my car. And uh, the envelope that I needed to mail it in was completely stuck, so I couldn't. Oh no! So I actually went in and actually voted um, at an open voting location in Syracuse. Uh -huh. So um, I posted about it on like Facebook a couple of days. Okay. Ago. So was it was it crowded like lines and stuff? and that's another thing too. I hope people don't get in intimidated. But because it's like lines around the block. You have to do your part and vote. It don't matter. The same way people stand online for Target, BJ's, Jordans, Jordans, video games. You can stand online to vote. So serious about that. But no, nah, we I didn't have no lines. Um but it was it was busy. I it took me like seven minutes to vote. Um, in Brooklyn, well, New York City, my brother said he was in line for like an hour and a half. Uh, his girlfriend did her absentee ballot. Um, I know some of my church members, they, they promoted, you know, the early voting locations. 
So they did that. Um, but yeah, everybody need to go out there and vote. If you haven't voted yet, please go out and vote like your life depends on it because we are not, we don't know what to expect on November 4th, 2020, once no. we may know who are, who is our next president or who is the current president. Not you know, here for it. We just, not here for it. We just don't know. So please vote. Um, I got a backpack. I'm going back to the motherland. <laughs> Anything else you'd like to talk any, about? Any, no, not really. Um, I want to shout out uh, my Instagram, if I could. Of course, feel free. It's at I am Love. Love. That's I A M L O V A Y L U V. I also want to shout out the NC page. Um, that's at the NC. Y'all go follow so y'all can get you know the tips and the little views and sneak peeks and stuff before the show comes out. Um, you get to you know see the different cre creators a part of the show. Rashida Jackson, uh, JT the Genius. You get to see all of them. So I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's going to be dope. It's going to be dope. Excited. Um, any shout to your family? Mom? Dad? Um, <laughs> daughter? Listen, they know what it is. Fam know what it is. Friends know what it is. Um, no, just in my little, in my little bubble right now, you know, kind of winding down had a crazy week correct busy correct. busy week so just i'm a mellow out yeah i have some juice juice here but i wasn't sure if i was able to lift my glass and drink oh, yeah, feel free. so i didn't i didn't feel free <laughs> i was feeling so parched i did all that <laughs> yeah i need some water myself but my refrigerator is to my left I have no one in here. To I'm like this whole time. I'm like it's just looking at me. I'm like juice. I, I'm I'm thirsty too, but <laughs> I don't know. I don't. You know, certain certain podcasts. You know, they'll tell you, oh, don't do that, or Man, you know. So I didn't. Yeah. This podcast is allows you to do whatever you desire, even though um it's rated for explicit content. I haven't had anyone curse yet, so just just for safe keeping. Why are you wait? Why are you wait? What the Tell me, <laughs> curse. Shit. Nah. You know, listen, my it's blood vessels like in my forehead because the whole time I'm like, don't curse, because because you just don't know. You you don't know you don't know where he's going with correct, this. Correct. So I, yeah. I try to I try to learn what I say so it's not like I'm out there cursing because I have people in my church they listen to it and they like it. So. <laughs> Could you imagine mother listening, to, listening to them talking about F this, beat this, shit, ass? And it, no, mother's not trying to hear that. She's trying to go. Like, yeah, Clyde, you were just cursing. Of course, it allows me to be whatever, it allows me to be free from whatever is going on in this world, you know? That's what this podcast is for, you know? like. Well, I'm excited for you. I'm so happy that you... <laughs> You're doing what you said you wanted to do. You always said that you wanted a podcast. And I'm so glad and so appreciative again for having me. And congratulations. And you're going to go to the top, top, top. Of course. That's what we got. We can't go nowhere else. 2020 done messed that up for us. Exactly. Where are we going to go? Where are we going to butt up? Can't do shit else. 
Um, you know what's crazy? I I literally stopped watching wrestling. Like I used to live for wrestling, and then after a while, it just it doesn't do it for me anymore. I don't know. I think I think our brains was wired for WWE, and I think I kind of like got out of it because I was watching other things and doing other things. Yeah, I, I went to a couple of WrestleManias. I have a WrestleMania chair from like last year. Nice. How close I was when you get this chair, right? Nice. And uh, I have a flat from last year's WrestleMania with the ticket. Wait, y'all, y'all just take y'all chairs that y'all was sitting on? Correct. What? That's an actual what? ticket. Wow. Ronda Rousey UFC, Brock Lesnar UFC. They were the champions, but they lost their belts. Uh, and, uh, yeah, that's crazy. That's dope, though. Yeah, I got the belt. The old. What? Belt. That's sick. It's. I don't know if I can figure it out. I should. I bought this one like four years ago. Uh huh. Like three hundred and fifty dollars. It's nice though. Yeah, so that's fire. It's just here collecting dust. <laughs> Put it in a frame and hang it up. Oh yeah, I am. Once I move from my apartment, I'm gonna have a um I'm gonna have a room to put all these WWE memorabilia at. That'd be dope. for it. Make sure you follow the CA Media brand on all social media platforms. You can follow us on Facebook.com forward slash Clyde Anderson Media, Instagram.com forward slash CA Media underscore underscore, Twitter.com forward slash CA Media underscore underscore. For podcasting, you can follow us on anchor.fm forward slash CA Media. You can search Spotify or Google Podcasts at CA Media Podcast or any other of your favorite podcasting hosting site. Also, give us a like, comment, subscribe, or share links. Or if you would like to be able to be a sponsor on this podcast or be a guest host, you can email me at CA Media Podcast, the show that allows you to come in your own unique way.